Brooklyn College. Uh, yes. Can I hear you say you're? Is, uh, okay. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Sure. How are y'all doing? Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Do we absolutely love Latinos Out Loud podcast? Yes, I do, I do. Okay, who here is a CUNY student? Yes, come on, CUNY students. Yes, I went to Baruch, uh-huh, for a year. Yes, yes, I was a commuter. Who else is a commuter? Yes, yes. I was a commuter, and then I just got sick of it. <laughs> I got sick of it. Um, I lived with my mom, love her but I transferred schools far, far away. I goddamn near close to Canada. It was great, it was great. Um, I ended up going to Cornell and the people are always like, oh my God, but nobody talks about Baruch having the hardest accounting class in the city. Do y'all know about that? Thank you. I nearly failed it, but it was, it was a great experience. Um, and I know CUNY students work so hard, so thank you so much for being out here. I know we have an amazing class that is recording this, so shout out to the class. I love that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, oh my God, well, what do you wanna do when you grow up? Yeah, you, orange shirt. That you got an orange shirt on, bro. Okay, love that. They said I don't know, they said I don't know. I love that, that's what college is all about. Uh, I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm a clown now. It's fun, it's a lot of fun. Oh my God, uh, so we have native New Yorkers in here? Yeah, yeah, okay, so can we do that year again? Let's try again. Can I hear you say year? Okay, all right, let's wake up, let's wake up. We're in here, we're gonna have Rachel La Loca in here, we're gonna have some guests in here. It's a good time, it's a good vibe. It's absolutely a delicious vibe. Y'all, um, I'm born and bred in New York City, as I've been saying, uh, but New York City is getting crazy, is it not? It's getting crazy, y'all. Like, the other day I was just walking down the street, all of a sudden someone called me a bitch, and it was a rat. Let me explain. I'm walking down the street, right? All of a sudden, my titties perk up. I'm like, oh, there's a rat in the vicinity. Oh, I'm looking around. I see this young lady come down. I knew she was a young lady because she was definitely the mother <laughs> of several thousand baby rats. You know what I'm saying? They go coochie was swinging a little bit respectfully, respectfully. And we ladies, we have to stick together. So I stopped. I said, please, ma'am, go ahead. <laughs> and as she passed me by, she slowed down. She gave me the up down. She said, ew, bitch. I said, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna forfeit, because she's gonna win. She's the rat, the rat is gonna win. Um, other people have called me a bitch. 12-year-old boys, y'all know about these? They're so mean, they're so mean. Like the other day, I'm just in Queens, right, living my life. These kids pass by smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer, playing the lottery, grown things, right? All of a sudden, they yelling at me, ayo, bitch. How much dick you trying to suck? <gasps> oh my God. What's the protocol? Can I fight him? I'm about his height, it would be fair, no. Um, no, 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 can I spank him? No, we are working on those generational traumas. Yes, we are. No, what I actually ended up doing, I just yelled at him. 
I just yelled at him like, fuck you know about trigonometry, bro. <laughs> he was not scared. He was not scared. That happened in my neighborhood. I'm from Queens. Y'all know about Queens? You've been there three times. Okay, and, and pause and cut that camera. Um, what? So tell me about the three times you've been to Queens. Okay, to eat Colombian food, duh. I need a Colombia, obvio, huh? Peruvian food, okay. Okay, you know they got like parks and stuff out there too. Yeah, no, just letting you know, heads up, Flushing Meadows is really nice. They have museums as well, moving image. Anyways, I love Queens. I'm from Queens, um, and my neighborhood is getting... Yeah, yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> that's so sad that we can shout that together. Um, and my neighborhood is getting gentrified, and um, I just don't understand why people complain so much. Like, what? Like, the other day, I'm playing a little bit of music. <laughs> All of a sudden, someone's at my door. It's too loud. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm playing Taylor Swift for both of us. <laughs> so get into it. Um, also, don't complain to me about New York City until you've seen, like, what, five years? Five years worth of the same Shen Yun advertisement? You know my girl Shen? She'd be like, you don't know Shen? Well, don't complain to me until you know my girl Shen by first name basis. No, 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 I don't wanna hear it. I don't wanna hear it. Y'all, um, how do you get your adrenaline pumping? How do we get our adrenaline pumping? Some people jump off a cliff. Some people uh, skydive. Me, I get really, really high and I get on the TSA line. <laughs> yeah. Whew. What a ride, what a ride. And it's fun because I have to start like acting like I don't s smell, like everyone around me is like, ew, ew, it smells. I'm like, yuck, ew, it's someone back there, I think from back there maybe, maybe in the front over there, nasty, ew, bad, delinquent, bad, ugh. Yuck. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. The The worst thing is, like, everything's fine and well until that dog comes at the TSA. Dog is walking towards you, and all you can think is, damn, I really wish I could pet that dog. Right? I just want to pet it. I just want to cuddle. Just a little. Um, I've been dating. Do y'all date? Do y'all be doing that? No, in school, only got tunnel vision. I love it, I love it, yes. No, um, I am also queer, meow. Okay, surprise, yes. Um, yes, okay, everyone was like, finally, okay. Um, yes, I've been, I have been trying to date, um, not super successfully, because I'm not great at flirting, but it's okay, because I look like this. <laughs> um, and I, someone asked me the other day, what do you do for confidence? me this is a serious question i'm like okay i stepped i said back up <laughs> back up let me explain do you know the film the amazing masterpiece almost documentary um madagascar <laughs> yeah do we know it so do we know alex the lion marty the zebra and their best friends you wouldn't think but they are they are 
Yeah, and so whenever Alex the lion isn't feeling too hot, Marty the zebra goes, bro, who's the lion? And then Alex goes, dude, I'm the lion. And they just go, who's the lion, I'm the lion, who's the lion, I'm the lion, yep. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> I was doing that back there if you heard that. That was me. <laughs> Who's a lion? I'm the lion. Who's a lion? Yeah, that's what I do. And you would think, like, maybe that would give an ill, like, you just talked about an animated film, like, ill. Maybe that would give the other girl an ick. No. I got the ick from her because she read poetry to me. Get out. Leave. Get out. Grab your stuff. Yeah, um, I've also been going to the gay clubs. Y'all know about the gay clubs? Ah, uh, is that you? Is that your truth? Okay. I love that. You should check out the woods. The woods and then transplant. Okay, let me stop. Um, we'll talk after. We'll talk after. Um, but I have been going to the gay clubs, and it's a lot of fun. The other day, I went with my designated straight friend, and I said, hey, today I might want to kiss a queer person of color. They were like, got it. We go in the club, after the club, we come back outside, she's in my face, oh my God. Oh my God, I cannot believe you just did that. I was like, what happened? She goes, the person you made out with was white. I was like, they weren't, they weren't white. They were French, so move over. All right, all right. Um, Y'all, let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh my God, let's give it, I'm, I'm Latina, obviously. I'm Colombian. Shout out to my Colombian mother. Let's give it up for her. She's somewhere being mad at me. Love her. <laughs> um, but the other day I told her, I said, hey ma, I think I'm, I might want to be, you know, try out to be pescatarian. She was like, oh my God, why? I was like, oh, because it just seems like a little healthier, you know, I, I want to eat some fish, you know what I'm saying? She was like, but you've never been religious, though. I was like, what? Oh, I think, I think you think I'm talking about being Presbyterian. But no, 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 I'm just interested in pussy. Okay, um, y'all, my name is Michelle Adano. We have an exciting, exciting show for y'all tonight. I'm really excited. Um, I, oh, ooh, well, I'm bringing out the chair of the, of the term, of the tram, of the tram, of the tram, okay. I'm bringing out the chair of the tram. <laughs> Give it up for MJ Robinson. you and hello so I want to welcome you all to studio plan B um, as you may have heard we had a little tiny massive infrastructure problem uh, yesterday but thanks to our wonderful colleagues at the Tau Performing Arts Center we are here live from the Claire Tau Theater at Whitman Hall so we're so pleased yes less than 24 hours uh, so, I am the chair of the Department of TV, Radio, and Emerging Media here at Brooklyn College. Our department teaches journalism, virtual reality, single cam, multi-cam, multi-cam studio, and multi-cam remote. Uh, media studies, media literacy, we are the place for those things. Radio and podcasting, if you are interested in any of that, Google TREM and Brooklyn College, we'd be glad to talk to you. 
This event is co-sponsored by the Department of Puerto Rican and Latino Studies. We are so happy to have our colleagues from Pearls with us. And Rachel is a former recipient of their Community Service Award when she was a student here. Now, speaking of Rachel, she is here tonight with her fabulous award-winning podcast. And in the spring, she is joining us as Professor Laloka Strauss. And she will be teaching our advanced radio and podcasting class. So we are so pleased to have her join us. And with no further ado, I bring you Rachel LaLoca and Latinos Out Loud. Thank you. What's up? All right. Yo, 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 yo! What's up, Brooklyn College? Make some noise right now! You're okay, Brooklyn is definitely in the building. Oh my gosh, I love coming home. This is really a homecoming for me, you guys. So thank you so much for rolling out the maroon and gold carpet for me. Um, it is so great to be here. Professor Sosa, Professor Maria Perez y Gonzalez. Wow, I love coming back to the campus um, just to see all these faces and it gives me great memories and great pride. As MJ said, I went to this school. Um, I graduated in 2000 in Schmurgeschmurg. Uh, not, <laughs> not important. Um, I mean, important to graduate, but not my age. Um, and also, as MJ mentioned, I was the recipient of an award from the Pearls Department. Shout out to Pearls! Puerto Rican and Latino stories, baby! I am so proud of that. I minored in Pearls, and I will say, you know, they tell you that Brooklyn College affords a well-rounded education. That is the truth, because I do so well on Jeopardy. Let me tell you, okay? The more random the subject, I got them. I'll take the daily double, all of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, and I really did get a well-rounded education from here. Um, minoring also in Puerto Rican Latino studies, it actually happened to me by accident. I don't know if you guys know this, um, but I'll share this story really quick. So when I was a freshman here, my second semester, I was registering and I had an open, I had three credits open in my schedule and I hadn't declared a major yet. Who here has declared their major, right, show of hands? But not everybody, well, most people. Um, shout out to you, the students, for making your declarations. But I, you know, it took me a while to declare, and I remember meeting with a college counselor that was like, well, you look Latina-ish, right? And which is usually a, a question that I get, being mixed. Um, and I said, yes, I have a profound appreciation for being Latina here in New York. And she's like, well, you should take intro to Puerto Rican music with Professor Tony Nadal. I was like, oh, music. Okay, sounds like an easy class that I can get an A in. Okay, now I got an A in it, but it was not easy. No, it was not. No, it was not. Learned a lot about folkloric music and dance that is really the foundation of a lot of the music that we listen to today. Dembo, reggaeton, salsa, merengue, cumbia, de todo. And it was really, wow, I love the way I sound when I get real loud. Um, especially here. Uh, and so it was really fascinating to learn about my ancestors and music and the clave, bang, 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 bang. Yeah, and just the call and response. And it's really quite fascinating 
to go on to learn that the Puerto Rican and Latino Studies Department here has done profound worldly work and the Puerto Rican Alliance here, the Movimiento Estudiantil Dominicano, all of the great clubs on this campus that helped ground me while I was a student also taught me. And I'm very appreciative of all those lessons, not just learned in the classroom, but those learned from amazing mentors whom I still have today. Um, shout out to Professor Nadal and Milga, Mora Milga Morales and Virginia Sanchez Corol and just all the teachers in that amazing department. So what did I major in? I heard the question or maybe it was in my head I majored in business management and finance um, because at the time I had this wild dream of combining my love for my Latinidad and business okay but that wasn't really an established major at really any school back in 2000 schmurger schmurg you know so I had to design that myself because I said to myself when I graduate I want to work at Latina magazine that was the magazine. Y'all know Latina? Clap your hands if you know Latina magazine. Yes. So that was my dream to work at that magazine. So I faxed my resume. I mailed my resume. Do you guys know what a fax machine is? <laughs> it's this thing that has a phone number. Yes, a phone number. But you don't call it necessarily. You have this giant contraption on the other end that sends the paper of what you have, like that want to send electronically. It's quite amazing. Um, yeah, the young people here are like, I don't, facts are like, you know, facts, like not truth, but facts. No, but facsimile, facsimile machine. Google that. Um, so yeah, I sent my resume all types of ways and I interviewed for a job there, believe it or not, as a marketing coordinator. I did not get it. Yeah, dream shattered. Can you believe it? But six months later, that same person who's a mentor of mine today, the marketing director, shout out to Charlotte Castillo, who's now the managing director of Iber Longoria and America Ferreira's nonprofit organization called Poderistas, she called me back six months later and was like, so we have a position in the marketing department, but it's a research coordinator, you know, providing facts on like how many toothbrushes Latinos have in their household on average. It's quite fascinating stuff. Um, and I took that job. And I worked in the marketing department because that's where I wanted to end up eventually. And I basically worked that position to what I wanted it to be a year later. Because we could do that. You can make choices at the job and show them your strength. Look, I got a bunch of students in front of me. So yes, I'm going to get a little preachy. Okay? But you can really make it, you know, and have your own, your skills shine the way you want them to, in any capacity, in any position that you take in the real world after Brooklyn College. Okay, so that's a little bit about my life back then. Now, Brooklyn College is still, it's in the fabric of my existence um, by choice. I serve on the Alumni Association, which is great. Yes, thanks. And I actually taught multicultural marketing here way back when, when I was an executive in the marketing space. And then that all came to a close because I went from corporate to comedy in 2015. I like to tell people, and the Eloelero, shout out to Yaya, I've heard this before. Um, I, when my son was gestating in my, in my belly and growing, I like to say that he grew a pair and so did I because I took that pair of cojones and I said deuces to the corporate world and I dove into comedy. Wow, oh my gosh, that was eight years ago. So here we are, um, Brooklyn College now invited me back to teach advanced radio and podcasting, which I am so excited for, okay? <laughs> you guys, you guys, imagine like getting to teach a class 
in a world that's still unfolding, right, that's still ever-changing, that don't really have a lot of textbooks on the subject matter, right, because we're in a fairly new space here in podcasting. That excites me. And what that, what I'm going to tell you now is the way I've been constructing this course is a lot of real-world stuff real-world guest speakers, real-world case studies, things that we should examine and dissect. How many of y'all plan to take my course next semester? You get an A, you get an A, you get an A, you get an A minus, Professor Sosa, come on! <laughs> you all get A's, um, but I'm so excited to have y'all and we're gonna really take deep dives into podcasting. Yeah, you're not just going to listen to an episode of a podcast. We're going to dissect it like a frog in seventh grade. But no formaldehyde, unless that's your thing, you know? No judgment. And so Brooklyn College, as you can see, is, is still part of my life. And I love this place. And I love what it's given me. And I will continue to give back to this community in any way, shape, or form, like today. This feels really fulfilling. I want to shout out Trem. I want to shout out MJ and Young and Tom and all of the students. Thank you so much to all of you putting this show together. Yes, give yourselves a round of applause. I do this on the daily in the mirror, it feels good. Um, and yeah, we've got a lot of show here today. And so I have a special guest, and I also, we have the return of Frank Spiracy News. You guys know about Frank Spiracy News? Yes, okay. So anyway, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, here we are. I, oh, one more thing I failed to mention. Brooklyn College invited me here for the commencement for the keynote address to deliver the keynote address for the comeback commencement for the classes of 2021 and 2022. So I was right here on this very stage sitting next to MJ Robinson, not knowing that this was going to happen as a result. We started talking after the ceremony and it was just kismet. It was just the universe putting me in the right place at the right time. And I'm gonna give one more piece of advice to all the students in the building, right? Because they tell you, oh no, entertainment's about who you know and, and the rooms that you're in and you know, you gotta be in those special rooms. That is accurate. That is absolutely correct. But to get into those rooms and to meet those people and for the universe to place you at the right time, at the right, at the right place at the right time, you gotta work. You gotta work, W-E-R-K and W-O-R-K. You gotta work, work got me here. Stripes, I love earning stripes. You know that term, earning stripes, you know? Like I don't really have stripes on my clothes, but if I did, they would run up and down my sleeve and I'd walk around like this. Everybody look at my stripes. It's very important. And earning stripes is very fulfilling. So that's my like college spiel, Brooklyn College, thank you. And I look forward to giving back in any way that I can moving forward. So I also want to thank the audience for being here because those that are not from Brooklyn, this is somewhat of a troop. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the last stop on any train. But that two and five train, you know what I'm saying? You can like, you, can like, you know, get pregnant and be pregnant and have a kid while you're on the two and the five train. It's quite a lengthy ride. Thank you for everybody who took that ride. Thank you. Um, Okay, so we got a lot of show here. Uh, oh, I have to thank our sponsor, Tragos the Game. We're gonna play a round of this game. It is so much fun. If you like Taboo, you'll love Tragos. Tragos the Game, and now they have Tragos Get Loud. I mean, <laughs> don't you just love the name? Amazing. 
Okay, so that's my thank you. There's a lot going on, and I just hope that this show does what I think it does for the Eloeleros for you today, is that enlighten, educate, and entertain. That triple E effect that Latinos Out Loud has. Um, all right. Oh, you know what else? I'm sorry, I'm doing my shout-outs. This is like High 97. High 97, what's your shout-out? Okay, I want to shout-out my baby daddy and Rikers. I'm holding you down, baby, don't worry. Um, I want to shout-out. I'm not giving you commissary. Sorry, I'm broke this week. Um, I want to shout out this network, who is also the network that my podcast is on. Please, one time for this network. <laughs> shout out to my producer, Kaba, is in the building. <laughs> producer and editor. Hi, Kaba. It's good to see you in the audience and not yelling at me across. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He doesn't yell at me. He just talks in a stern tone when I do something wrong. But it's good to see you here. Thanks for everything you do. Okay, there are so many treats in store. I know Halloween's over, pero trico three. Okay, there is a segment of this show called Frank Spiracy News that we haven't done in quite some time. Okay, we have more show. This is so exciting. This is the part of the show where I get to interview an amazing guest. And that's one thing about Latinos Out Now. These guests are amazing, okay? You heard it first. Um, you know, the criteria and the mantra of this show is to move Latinos forward while making them LOL. And that's what we do. And I have theme music to even talk about it, you know? So like basically, from guests to advertisers to subject matter, everything we do here must move our community forward. That was the reason why LOL was started, and seven years later, it's why it continues to stand. Our community could use some elevating, and I'm doing what I can, you know what I mean? I'm trying to move the needle in a way that I can, and I encourage all of you to do the same. Whether it's through a podcast or through community service or passing down traditions to your kids and just having the conversations with our elders, we can all move our community forward in some way, shape, or form. Now, this next guest, she's most certainly moving the community forward. And let's see a quick video to showcase how she's doing it. Uh, my, my husband's a great guy. I love him. I got a good one. I got me a 1978 Caucasian. <laughs> That's a good model, good year. That's right. He's not just regular white either. He's Midwest white, which that's organic. <laughs> that is farm to table white, you guys. Like, <laughs> I went to the source to get my white man. Like, I was not playing. I was like, I'm gonna go where they make y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for comedian, actress, writer, Gina Brion. This microphone's not in a safe location for me. It's that, that hip circumference. Right, yeah, right in you that know, area. We don't, you know, sometimes I don't even know it either. It's like pie times radius squared. <laughs> I really mean pie, like apple pie. Any pie, any kind of pie. <laughs> That's the circumference of my waist. Apple pie times radius squared. Um, see, Brooklyn College even taught me algebra. You know what I mean, you know? Um, hi, girl. How you doing? <laughs> somebody, somebody in the audience was like, yeah, don't give Poland Spring no brand love no, unless they paying some no. bills, okay? Either send us some Poland or Spring. I don't care. We'll take all of it. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm great, actually. 
It's so good to see you. Oh, this old thing? This is that shop, y'all. Yeah, this is that shop. Yeah, this is that shop. Not top shop. No, not top shop from Britain. No, it's not that expensive. It's it's that shop from Spanish Harlem. Best dress is under five dollars. I'm saying though, and you catch it like in the holiday time, the clearance when they're trying to get rid of everything. Yeah. All the thoughts are in there, like, mm, excuse me, hold on, mm-hmm, my baby daddy called me. Hold on, I got my other baby daddy called me on the line. Hold on, you know. So that's what it's like shopping is there. Is this really five dollars? Is this really five dollars? Oh, this is gonna look cute at Junito's party. All right, it's so much fun to shop in the thought shop. I make friends. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, it's a community. It's com- It's a store of the community. Yeah. Girl, I love seeing you. Okay, the last time I saw Gina, Humble Flex, we humble. got invited to a dinner yeah, by John Leguizamo and America Ferreira. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slightly humble Flex. Humble Flex. Or maybe not so humble. The that- exact same outfit, by the way. <laughs> This is my I've left the house outfit at this point. That, and you're a mom, too. Listen, Girl. motherhood got you dressing differently, right? Got me dressing if, differently. If I could wear sweats everywhere, yeah, I would. Shout out to the sweats. Yes, so you know, comfortable. Or like the easy uh, yeah, to just, assemble type yeah. outfits. I need something that I can chase around a tiny human. In. <laughs> yeah. Like back in the day, we used to wear like, you know, used to go clubbing, the layered look, the yeah. hat, the little toothy gloves, whatever, the rings, the everything. Now it's like, no, no. I need something like the Jetsons. Remember how the Jetsons used to get dressed? They used to dive through yeah. a shirt. That's what I need. I need to dive through a dress and on my way out the door, <laughs> maybe say goodbye to some people and go, you know? Hit start on the microwave so dinner's ready by the time. <laughs> Stouffer's lean cuisine in it up for everybody tonight, okay? <laughs> That's mom life. How old is your baby now? He's three. You got she got a three-year-old, you three guys. Years, man. You know, some people say terrible twos. How are the threes for you? He's cool. Man, it's just, I, well, that's because I think that's because I'm parenting, like I'm doing the conscious parenting thing, which is it's hard, but it's like I don't lose my mind every time he does stuff that I expect a kid to do. Like I'm true. like, oh, he doesn't want to go to bed. Surprise, he's three years old. That's true. I don't want to go to bed at my age. I expect <laughs> a toddler to want to go to bed at eight o'clock. That's ridiculous. Right, because like they have a glimpse of the world now for three years, and like, yo, this is awesome. Why would I want to shut this off? And for just eight like hours? As, exactly, just as a kid i'd be like what happens when i go to sleep though like i would be that kid that's like well what do y'all do when i'm not here i'm the bane of your existence what do i do i move elf on the shelf that's what i do when you're sleeping (laughs) mommy sits and cries on the couch for hours (laughs) let me have that time i look at the world through my window one of which i'll never get to experience because i'm here with you all day um, you know, mine are eight and five now, which is Ooh. crazy, right? I have two kids, you guys. Eight and I know, five. it's hard to it's hard to tell, right? Eight I and give myself a lot of compliments. Um <laughs> I don't need you guys. I do need you, but not it's for the It's a fire sign thing, don't worry about it. It you is a Leo thing it. for sure. I'm like, wait, you like my dress? <laughs> 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 you don't, you should. You, you should. should, thought shop. I when my when both of them were three, uh-huh. they were three majors, girl. Girl. Oh, I had two teenagers. I, I didn't let it get to me because, yeah, by the second time, like, I was like, oh, this is what they do. Like, yeah, yeah. they're going to throw their food in my face. Um, they're going to give some to the dog. Basically, they're not going to eat any of it. They're going to do everything else with their food but eat it. And there goes my money on the yep, Oscar yep. Mayer turkey bacon that is now $7. I can't believe turkey bacon is up to $7, right? I know you know what I'm saying, right? It's like not even real bacon. It's turkey bacon. It's turkey. Can't understand it. 
Enough about turkey bacon. Um, you're making the bacon. I'll say that hey. much. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Segway zinger. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Listen, my girl has two specials on Amazon. She's got two specials on HBO. Yeah, clap. Clap for that. Yeah. That is incredible. Talk to us about the dream as a comedian of getting... Take us back to when you got your first special. Ooh, child. Um... So I got my first special literally 15 years into the game. Wow. So I had already been doing it 15 years before I got... This is why I'm surprised when people are angry that they don't got a special two years in. Come I'm on, like, bro. Come on, bro. I'm Stripes, like, if remember? I had your yeah. same energy, mm -hmm. I would have never waited the 15 years it took to get to the first special. And my mind wasn't even on ever doing a special. I just loved stand-up. So I just mm -hmm. wanted to do stand-up. And then I ended up entering a contest. And I got a manager, and they had me you know, actually set some goals in place where they were like, you know, we should look into doing a special. So the special took about like a year or like a year and a half to really organize because most people don't know how much time goes into a comedy That's special. That's what I want to know too. Can you tell yeah. us? Because these are TV radio students here. So like we see a special and it's like, oh, she must have just, she's so good. She must have just put that together like the other day and then just performed it. Tell us a little yeah. something about it that. It takes, it takes, it should take no less than a year. And I'll tell you why. People are always shocked when I say that. Yeah. First, it takes you writing the material. And you really think that 60 minutes is nothing to fill when you look at it from an outside perspective. But when you're on that stage, it's hard to fill five minutes in mm -hmm. the beginning. By the time you get to 60 minutes, realistically speaking, you've probably got about two, three hours of material. But you got 60 strong minutes that you know do well. Then on top of writing it, you have to tour with it. You go on the road, you test the material out. What works, what doesn't work, what never hits, what hits all the time, what should be in the beginning, what should be in the end of the special. So you go through this whole process and that's why I'm always shocked when comics come out with special after special after special because I'm like, the, the amount of work they're putting in to dole out specials every year People have no idea how that process is. And it's also why I think I have a lot of empathy for people when they do a special and it doesn't hit. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, damn, that special sucked. I'm like, how much time did they really have if they just did a special that came out in the beginning of the year and then they got another one coming out at the end of the year? Like, that's wild to me because mm -hmm. of how much time it takes. The only special that took less time than that for me was The Floor is Lava on Amazon. I only had five months to write that special. How'd you do it? And you had already had the baby, right? No, I, I wasn't. Oh. I was pregnant during the filming of The Floor is Lava and nobody knew but me and my husband. Nobody oh, had found out. Oh my gosh. Because I found out a week before the filming that I was pregnant. Oh, that must have so. made the special even more special. It really was. Like, I watch it now and I'm like, oh, my baby's with me. Uh, oh. Um, but the after party was weird because everybody kept trying to give me shots. And I was like, I can't. I'm not. This is so unlike her. She's not drinking tequila. What's wrong? <laughs> Maybe she's just tired. Right, she's tired. Um, but yeah, that was the only one I had five months to do. Um, I worked with, that one I worked with a writer for. And his job was essentially to come to shows, watch me do my set, and take notes. Wow. And help me edit as quickly as possible all the material that was coming out. And it was his job to basically let me know from an audience perspective what's hitting, why isn't it hitting, and what do we need to move on from. We only had five months, so we had to trim the fat as much as we could mm -hmm. to get that special to where it was by the time we filmed. That's fascinating. 
Wow. I, and I'm, I'm learning here too. Wow, it sounds exhausting. You know, you always see those specials, right, when they're filmed and like the comedian's about to take the stage and there's droplets of sweat you could see coming down their cheek and the people like, ah, you know, like waiting for them outside. And they usually show the comedian like leaving the door from the backstage area and it's like, hello, Houston, or wherever city. Yeah. Like, what's that moment like? Is that moment what it looks like to the viewer? Yeah. Yeah? It is. Like that, that moment when you're st and for for my very first special i had like only one shot normally they'll tape two or three shows to do a special i had one shot that was sweet. we were doing it in one shot that's it you got one show you better hope every joke hits because you don't got a second show to i never did it again yeah. only did that one show that one time but it was stressful because we're like you got to really be on point yeah. to get through your whole special. So the first one was nerve-wracking. By The Floor is Lava, we did two shows. And I'm glad we did two shows because I got to see people in both shows that I love, like, that came out. So that was amazing. Um, and they, both audiences were just amazing. So. Sweet. And where was that taped? El Museo del Barrio. Look at that, Museo del Barrio. All right. Yeah. Two blocks away from the Thoughts shop that I shop at. Hey. <laughs> you shop at Thoughts or us? <laughs> it's, well, it's called Mad Rag. It's on 3rd Avenue. Shameless plug. Um, Shameless plug. You know? But oh, wait. That's so... Because it looks, it looks like that moment is just so incredible and out of body and that's just to the viewer yeah. it gives me chills like all the specials you Kevin work Hart. hard for that moment where you and so when you when you get that moment if you get a split second I think that anybody in life who works towards a moment like that whether it's like the your dream job or whatever you want to when you get to that moment just take it from me take a minute to pause and like give yourself an applause break because just setting a goal like that was wild i love that applause for a pause yeah no applause you know what i have applause. dyslexia so i switched it in my head when you said it oh my god i you was know? like yeah pause for applause pause for i applause. got you you know <laughs> um okay and then there was another moment that yes. we just saw america's got talent AGT? Like, have you guys ever met anybody who was on AGT? No, right? You yeah, she's no. like, this is incredible. <laughs> so you rep so hard for the Bronx. Yeah. As soon I mean, as you got on that stage. I mean, you always do, yeah. but to hear it on AGT is pretty dope. It was pretty dope to say it on AGT because it's yeah. like, you know, I just a little girl from the South Bronx. All of a sudden, I'm standing on stage in front of those people. Like, it was a big deal. I'm not going to lie. Like, um, so that day that I auditioned, I was mad nervous. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I was so nervous because they make you audition and you, you see the person auditioning before you. Ooh. So you, it's, it's like you're right there. And like, there was a couple of buzzers before me mm. and that buzzer is loud. Mm. Like it echoes, like it's loud. So mm. like when they hit the buzzer, like, I was like, I don't, I, I'm going to cry. I said, oh, I'm going to cry. If gosh. they hit the buzzer, I'm going to cry. I, there's no way I'm not going to cry. I won't be able to control myself. I'm going to cry. If one buzzer goes off, I won't be able I'm, I was so nervous. I said, if I hear one buzzer, you're going to hear the lump in my throat because I'm going to want to cry. And so I was so scared. And then they, you know, they call you out on stage and you just got to start. And you're like right there. And it's like there's Simon and Sophia and Heidi and Howie. I almost forgot his name. I was like, and the other guy. <laughs> Legendary comedian Howie yeah. Menzel. And he's the only one I met, by the way. So there's no reason why I should actually forget his name other than we're just completely going back to as nervous as I was on stage that day. When I remember being, I remember thinking Howie's the only one that's probably going to have my back because he's a comic. And I was like, Howie loves the comedian. So I was like, I, 
you know, I think he's gonna have my back. And I was like, I just hope everybody else laughs. And then everybody was like, Heidi doesn't like comics. And I was like, damn. Oh my gosh. They were like, Heidi just doesn't laugh at the comedians. So I was so nervous. So I couldn't even look at them. When I tell you, I was not looking at those judges. Wow. I was not looking at the judges. I was looking anywhere else in their direction. So they thought I was looking at them, but I wasn't looking at them. And that stage looks massive. It's, it is it huge. looks enormous. It is a massive wow. stage. And you're just, you feel so tiny. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, you feel so tiny on that stage. And so when no buzzers went off and I was done, I was like, oh, okay, okay. No buzzers, no buzzers. They still might say they don't like me, but they didn't buzz me. Like, that nervousness left because I was like, all right, they didn't buzz me, so cool. Maybe they tell me I'm not good enough, not strong enough, who knows? Mm. But at that point, and then, you know, you go back and forth with the judges, and then when they gave me all the yeses, like, my whole body, like, I, I was like, I'm going to pass out. Like, in my head, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to pass out right now. Somebody's going to have to take me off this stage. I thought I was going to fall to the floor. Because my knees started shaking. I was Aww. like, what does this even mean right now? Aww. And now it was my birthday week, too. So oh, that's so special. <laughs> we was there for my birthday week. And my husband was at the hotel with my son, right? And they didn't know nothing. They didn't know nothing. Like, they didn't know what happened. I couldn't be in contact with them all day. Like, I had to be on set. I almost didn't perform that day. They had had so many people and, and we were so backed up because this was right after COVID. So the regulations was crazy. We couldn't be in the same area. Like a lot of us had to be in groups the whole time. So it was wild. And I was like, damn, I came here for this whole week just to like film for this day and thank the producer. She was on my side. She went, she was like, nah, we got to get this. We got to get her in. We got to get her in. Good. Wow. And, uh, she wow. got me in. I... I just, I left that place, and I just remember I got to, to the hotel room, and we had ordered some, um, what food did we order? We ordered some Peruvian food to celebrate, because that is bomb. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there with my plate of food, and I couldn't even eat, because I was like, this is wild. And I told my husband, and he's like my biggest cheerleader, so he... He was like just ecstatic. He couldn't believe it. He was like, I want to tell everybody. Oh. And I was like, well, you can't tell nobody now. Like legally, you can't tell anybody until the show airs. And then I didn't know if I was going to make the live performances because normally on AGT, they'll do one audition for you to get through to the next audition. Mm -hmm. But this time, because there was COVID, there was no next audition. We were going from first auditions right to the live round. So mm. the judges had to look over everybody and decide who was gonna make it. And how they did it was type wild, I ain't gonna lie. I'm tell mad us, that us. they never used this because they wanted to use it for the show. They sent you a box, right? And in the box is a buzzer. And you hit the buzzer and it tells you whether or not you made the live shows. And I was like- Stop it! I was like, I swear what? if that joint says I didn't make the live shows, <laughs> And now I just have that sad buzzer as a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to destroy that buzzer. And so I went and they sent it to a friend of mine. So when she gets it, she's supposed to call the producer. They tell her how to set it up, right? So my friend's like, yo, the package is here. <laughs> so she calls me and me and my son and my husband, we go over to her place. And they're like, set up a camera so you can film it, right? So I hit the buzzer and it says nothing. Like literally there's nothing. 
And my homegirl, she was like, no, the producer said this might happen. Turn it over. Oh, my god! Turn it off and then turn it on again. <laughs> so I, I turn it me. off and I turn it on again. And as I'm flipping it over, I hear Simon Cowell's voice go, congratulations, you've made it to the live audition. Yes! And I was like, <laughs> I like lost my mind. I was like, oh my god, like quietly because my son was there. I don't want to. Wow. I don't want to startle him, but yeah. God, I love dramatic shit. Yeah. I just that's so dramatic, but it's so but on it was brand. Like such a, yeah, <laughs> I was upset they didn't use it for anything. I'm like, can I have the footage so I could post it for everybody to look? Because I thought it was a really cool way of letting people know. Yeah. And then I practically lived out of a hotel for the entirety of the show. Wow. Uh, by the Dolby Theater, me, my husband, and my son, we lived. Out of the hotel right by the Dolby. Out in California. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, okay, you've had to maneuver a lot through yeah. your career, TV, comedy clubs. We didn't even talk about the comedy club circuit. Let me ask that question first. I know, right? Like, we often hear that it could be a challenge maneuvering this industry that, if I may say so on record, is still dominated by white men. Is that what? correct? Yeah. Um, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I hardly noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the comedy club circuit, yeah. how, you know, how do you maneuver that, being a woman, a mother, a Latina, being around, you know, especially here in New York City, it can get rowdy, it can do stuff rowdy, to your self-esteem. Like, what are some tips that maybe you have for the aspiring comics out there listening on how to maneuver, given all the things I mentioned that you are? I mean, the only thing that I can say that worked for me is that I, I loved this and comedy a lot more than I cared about whatever anybody was thinking about me. Mm. Like, I was, I was like, I don't, the amount of times, and I think because I, I came from, you know, a stock of women that was like, if you tell me no, you're going to see me every week until you got to give me a yes. Mm. Like, you could tell me no every single week, and I'm still going to show up. And the bad side of that is the disrespect you end up putting up with for that goal. Because your pride has to take a backseat, and that hurts a lot. Um, you know, in the version of me that's been through therapy and been in healing is like you realize that those negative, nasty people are unhealed people with mm -hmm. a ton of trauma, and they don't even know. Because if you bring it up to them, they get defensive. So it's not even worth wasting the energy. And I think even in my comedy infancy when I was coming up, um, I knew where to direct my energy. You know, put my energy into what I wanted to do and not caring about whatever anybody else wanted from me or didn't want from me. Mm -hmm. And I was okay with being told no. I wasn't going to give up. One thing I learned, I think, early on, and I tell a lot of women in this industry too, Dignity over everything else. If anybody ever makes you feel like you got to give up your dignity, it ain't worth it for the stage time. It ain't worth it for the movie role. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it 100%. Because especially now in this climate, we have people that will help you, will get you stage time, will make you feel safe. So there's no reason for it anymore. Um, but when I was coming up, there was stuff like, you know, you couldn't get gigs if you weren't sleeping with the booker. Mm. You couldn't get on stage if, you know, you didn't at least let them disrespect you in some way. 
And so there was a lot of rooms where I was I was happy to take that no. I was like, oh, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I heard about you. I'm good. I'll take the no. Right. And I'll go somewhere where they told me yes. I would always go where they wanted to work with me. Yeah. And that was my saving grace. I want to be around people that want me there. If you don't want me there, I don't got to be there. It's easy. I think that holds true to so many different facets of life, not just comedy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you'll probably give me the same answer if I ask you what it's like maneuvering television nowadays, right? Is it the same? It's the same. And, you know, like with anything else, my best friend has this great thing that he says to his kids, and I love it. And I've adopted it for me and my husband and our son. He says, we don't lose. We win or we learn. Mm, and that, to that. me, is absolutely brilliant. We win or we learn. We don't take no L's except that L is learning. Mm. We learn from that. So anytime, like, because I've had television deals that didn't go through, and I think the first time it didn't go through, like, I spent a good portion of time in a deep depression over it, and then one of my friends called me, and he's like, one of my like one of those super successful people that you don't expect to have a story like this and he called me and he was like the first time it happened to me I was in my underwear for three days yeah he said I wouldn't leave my apartment for three days mm-hmm. and so yeah. I said damn all right well at least I'm not alone in this at least you know there's other people that felt like this and like I said from that point on don't win I win or I learn I don't lose win or I learn win or learn I'm going to adopt that as well I think it's a great philosophy I hope it's up for adoption yeah um, it is because it is. I we'll fill um, out the proper paperwork after thank the show. you I really <laughs> that's <laughs> a great way of thinking because yeah I, I have those losing moments too I feel like loser you know like you didn't make it you we were on bring the funny so my comedy mm. troupe room 28 um, it was a multicultural comedy troupe that I was a part of for a really long time made it on a TV show called bring the funny and it was on NBC and it was just like one of those comedy competitions. Yeah. We ain't make it past the first round. I was like, I feel like, you know, that was one of those moments. But then you're right. What did we win? Um, Hi, we were on NBC's Bring the Funny. We were out in California shooting for two weeks. I met so many wonderful comedians. Yeah. Ian Lara was out there with us. Yep. Um, Frankie was there. Um, um, uh, Orlando Leyva. And I got to bond with all these people. Like, there's so many wins that Can came I out of that experience. Some, like, insider tea yes yes when i was on america's got talent and here's the thing don't don't nobody sue me (laughs) we'll put a disclaimer i I knew that i was on the right path because i i was bummed i made it to the top 10 but i had really wanted to make it to like the top three or something just to be like yo little bronx girl made it to the top three like i was excited but top 10 is still i ain't going you know i discount my blessings yeah yeah top 10 is still good yeah but I remember I was on the phone. I was on the phone with my agent, and I had said I said I didn't win, and he went, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean, thank God?" He goes, "Do you realize that contract is a trap?" Mm. He was like, "You would have been trapped in that contract, and you would have had to. They basically would have owned you." And he was like, "That's you. Do, you didn't want to win. You made it to where you was gonna make it, and you take that and you run with it. You don't. You didn't want to win this. The contract would have sucked for you." Wow. You know, and whether it works out for other people, great. But my agent was like, where you are in your career now, that would have not been good for you. They would have had you going on all types of tours, right? They would have locked me in to their Vegas shows, which would have prevented me from getting my own residency with Jimmy Kimmel's club. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes. Jimmy Kimmel has a fairly new comedy club in in Vegas. Vegas. 
And I'm on the email distribution list, and it's never a Latina coming up. You know, headlining this weekend. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so finally, a Latina will be at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club in Vegas. And you're looking at her. Yeah. That's, that's, that's incredible. They, they hit me up. I had gone out there, and I had performed for their opening weekend. And stimulated for a cool story about how I met Jimmy. But... <laughs> I did the weekend with them, and then after I'd done that weekend and they closed for COVID, they had me do the opening again when they opened up. And before we did that, we were in talks because they were like, we want you to build a brand out here in Vegas. Yes. And they bought me out this past year four times, three times to do a little, you know, a little residency thing. Me and Her Highness Lunell, who I love. Lunell. Yeah, she's yes. amazing. She's, she's there. She's out there with a residency, too, um, over at Kimmel's. And she does every Sunday there. And... It's a phenomenal show. She's a phenomenal woman. And so I joined the ranks of people with a, a little res residency in Vegas with that. And I thank the people at Jimmy Kimmel because they were so amazing. And big ups to Jimmy Kimmel, too, because he was pretty cool when I met him. That's great. Yeah. All right, congratulations on that. Okay, another thing we got to flex about right now, Disney dashing through the snow, available now on Disney and featuring a role played by Gina Brillon. Tell us about the role. Tell us about so, the film. So this is wild. Okay, so my manager, <laughs> I'm a Christmas nerd. There's two things I'm nerdy about. Comedy and Christmas. Two <laughs> C -C things. I, I don't care it. how commercialized Christmas is. I don't care that it's a trap. I don't care. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. I am an ugly Christmas sweater wearing presents for everybody I know, buying holly jolly person. <laughs> I don't care. You will not take my shine on Christmas. I love that. I love I it. love Christmas so damn much. And my manager gets this email from this casting director who's like, Will Packer is working on a movie for Christmas, and they really want to see Gina. Like, the director was a big fan of mine. So the director told the casting director, I really want to see her read for the role. So, which is very rare, but you know. <laughs> Flex. So they said, we want to do this audition. So I was doing the audition with the director and the casting director, and they, you know, said, you know, this person loves Christmas. I was like, bing. <laughs> And they were like, this is like a Christmas, like this, she's, she's like, she's corny a little bit. She corny a little bit, but I love her. And I said, say less, send me the script. And I was like in this read with the, with the director and everything was going great. And you know how, look, I'm a big believer in manifestation. I'll tell you right now, the more you believe something is for you, the more it's going to come to you. And it doesn't matter how it comes to you, it's going to come to you in a way if you really believe it's for you. And I was like, I literally said to myself, when I got out of that first audition, I said, I got the role. I said, I got the role. I literally, I pictured it. I said, I pictured the phone call from my manager. I said, I got the role. Fast forward, like a week later, they give me a callback. In my head, just what I said. I said to myself, this ain't a callback. They're auditioning dudes to play my husband because I already got the role. Damn. That's what I told myself. Went in, did the audition. <laughs> when I say, okay, look, I rarely say this about myself because auditions make me so nervous. And anybody who is an actor, actress, God bless you. I've been in comics so long. It still makes me nervous to go on auditions. That is a whole art to itself. But when I tell you I killed this, yeah, Chill. like I walked out that room, I was like, "You stupid if they don't choose me." <laughs> it's a great attitude to have. I, I get home it. one night, and my husband's trying to put my son to sleep, and my phone rings, and it's my manager. And I said to myself, "I said this is the phone call. This is the phone call. I got the part. This is the phone call." And I picked up the phone, and I had to be quiet because my son was trying to go to sleep. 
And so I picked the phone. I was like, hello. <laughs> and my manager was like, you got the role. And I was like, <sighs> the silence. <laughs> I was like, And I still wasn't quiet enough because my husband came out and he was like, what happened? I could hear you in the next room. Um, but I told him I got it and we both kind of like silently lost our minds. And then I lived in Atlanta two months wow. while we filmed it. Wow. And uh, Atlanta's beautiful. I love, I loved Atlanta. I did. So uh, I had a great time. And the movie stars, Ludacris and Little Rel. And I think my first day on set, I got to work with Luda. Oh. And I was like, me and the guy playing my husband, Sebastian Sosi played my husband, and that's my homie. We had such a great time. Uh, we were both nervous because we were like, yo, our first scene is with Luda. <laughs> like, you heard talking. Please tell me you said to him, move, bitch, get out of the way. I no? wanted to. Okay, I wanted to. And not like that. Like, move, move bitch, get out of the way. That didn't come out right. <laughs> that was so not Luda. Move, bitch, get out of the way. That he would have like, been like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> he was in the scene with us and he didn't have his script. And I'm such a nerd because he was like, he was like, he takes acting very seriously. Like, he was like, I want to, he was like, I just want to make sure that we're at the part in the script that I think we're at. And I was like, I have my script. <laughs> so I pulled out my script again. alert. And then we did the scene and he let us, like he wanted us to just riff. Like Luda was like, just let yeah. these two just kind of go off because he thought we were hilarious. And he's funny too, man. He's got a lot of good lines in the movie. Like he's funny. Yeah. He's a very funny guy, very sweet guy. Him and Little Roe. Like Little Roe is just... He's just amazing. Like, as a human being, I love seeing when good things happen to good people. So all the stuff that's happening for Rel, just, like, I've known him for years from comedy. He's an amazing human being. Like, you talk about somebody mm -hmm. that you're like, damn, you deserve that and so much more. That's yeah. Rel. So to see him excel in this, too, because, you know, he's a, he was so funny and so sweet. And they, there were long days, and he was just, I lucked out. The cast of that movie... Perfect. Love that. Good human beings all around. Yes. Yeah. And Will Packer even came and I got to meet Will, which was cool because you don't always meet the person who makes everything happen. So I got to actually sit down and talk with Will and it was nice that he, you know, talked with everybody. He wasn't like, he came in on set talking to every single person. It was, it was That's pretty dope. lovely and it creates a really nice environment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Wow. Um, so we can see that now, right? It's you out. You can watch it now, streaming on Disney Plus. And I play Sonia Truckle. Sonia Truckle. Yes. It's a great name. And I can't <laughs> wait to see Sonia Truckle chuckle. And um, I'm sure I want to see that dynamic between you and the hubby. That sounds like fun we to watch. We had the best times. Like, I wish they would release some of the bloopers or some of oh, the extras. Yes. Because when I tell you a good time was had on that set, like, we, we would just, they, had, they would have to stop filming because everybody was laughing. Well, Gina, thank you for sharing all of this. I have one final question before we get to play a fun game. Okay, okay. I see. And I ask this often of my guests because it's going to inspire. If you can talk to a younger Gina who might be in the audience or maybe one of the Eloeleros listening right now, yeah. what are some words of advice that you have for her looking back and knowing where you are now? What would you tell young Gina right now if she was right in front of you, right here? Here she is. Hi. I would, if it was, if it was young Gina or anybody with her kind of tenacity, I would say just don't quit. Don't quit. Whatever it is, whatever that big dream is, whatever it is, whether young Gina still wanted to be a comic in this, in this scenario or not, just that whatever that dream is, don't quit. Because no matter how happy you might be in life selling insurance, your mind is always going to be like, what, what if I had gone for that one dream? And you don't, 
you get one life, man. Live it the way you want to live it. And that would probably be what I would tell you. I love that. That's really great advice for everybody here, right? Okay, we're going to get into this fun game now. So this is Tragos Get Loud. And uh, I thought we should play around. Okay. Okay? Okay, ah. so it's like Gina versus Rachel right now. And audience, please don't help unless we ask you to. Um, so the way this game works is, like, you're going to get a card. And on the card, and I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Okay, so. I'm not looking. Um, I'll give you some cards. And okay. I'll put them face down. I'll take some cards myself. And what we've got to do is get one another to guess the word on the card, or as many as we can, in 60 seconds. Here's our fancy timer. And uh, this is a game to inspire getting loud. So. Oh, boy. I, I just Disclaimer, I'm very bad at these games. I'm very, just disclaimer, y'all won't get so mad because you'll be like, why didn't she know? I, I won't, I won't know. Right, there might be those people in the audience like, why didn't you say this? Or why didn't you say that? And I love those people too, but oh all right. This is such a okay. fun game. I've done this a few times on air with guests and it does, <laughs> especially with a comedian, I cannot wait to see what transpires here. Are you guys ready for a round of Get Loud? Okay, so do you want to give first, or do you want me to give first? I have no preference. I don't, what does give mean? You know, like, get. What do I give, man? I made that, I don't know if that's, like, the terminology, do I, do but, I like. I just, like, hold up the. So you want me to guess the words girl, first? you go first, you go first. Should I just, should I shuffle? How's uh, it work? Okay, we could shuffle. Shuffle, shuffle, we could, shuffle, We should shuffle. be fair. We should shuffle, 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 okay. shuffle, shuffle. And then there's, okay. like, a few, there's two sides, so, like, let's use the side oh, that we she can't. my friend. Angela Johnson. Oh, oh my God, Angela Johnson, former her. guest of the Latinos Out Loud I podcast, and soon to be guest uh, for a second time because nice. she's got a special coming out. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You guys know Angela Johnson Bonquiqui from Mad TV. Yeah. What a story. And if you haven't heard that episode of Latinos Out Loud, please check it out. I mean, she tells us all about her jobs, first starting out. Girl. We played a game, actually. This was not even a board game or, like, prompted. But, like, she used to work at, um, you know, one of those, like, fairs, festivals. And oh, she was wow. the girl that guessed your weight and your age. And so we played guess your weight, guess your age. And she got it. She still got it. She got it right. She got my birth Way. month. She got my weight. She got everything. It was kind of eerie. And we were over Zoom at that. Like, was, that's a skill. Damn, she's nice with it. Yeah, she's nice. She's nice. Okay, we nice. Okay, okay we so nice, we I, uh, so I'm going to have to guess the word. You're going to have to guess. So I can put this down. Like, Let's put some time on the clock, please. Okay. And on your mark. Wait, no, wait. Am I guessing the words? I don't know. I don't Are know. I'm giving confused. The thing? I don't I'm confused. Know. I, I'll hold up the card, and then I think I have to guess, right? Is that how this works? Okay. No, 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 no. So, yeah, that's like that game where you put it on your forehead. That's yeah, kind of yeah. like this. But I'm going to, okay, I'm not going to use this card. So, like, if I get the card and I see, I would never get you to guess this. Okay, I'm just going to show you. Um, so, yeah, I'd have to get never. you to guess that. Oh, okay. I'm so gonna hold it. I have it. to look at the card, and I have to get well, you to guess it. Right, exactly. And then <laughs> I look at my word. cards and this try to get so you scary. to guess my card. So you want me to guess your cards first? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. got it. We are on the same page. Three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> audience thanks for being so patient here we go so i'm going to put time on the oh clock on your mark get set dale okay 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 this is why would you give me uh all right okay mm. Mm. um when you really famous you do shows at places like this 
dive bars, basements, churches. I said really famous. Oh, really famous. The opposite. Yeah, the opposite. Um, really famous. Like arenas, amphitheaters. Close, close. Stadium? Oh, yes. No, yes. Stadium. You got it. Cap, I know that was you. It wasn't you. I'm blaming you anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. We got time on the clock, people. Okay. Time on the clock. Time on the Okay. 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 Oh, man. Okay. Um. Okay. This, uh. Okay, this is okay. Um, mm. Mm, Campbell's mm. soup. Mm. No? Mm. No, not mm, mm. Oh, it's like mm mm good. Like if, okay. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, cape, um, cape, cape. Town? No, cape. Of fear. Yes! Oh, get out of here! Are you serious? Are you serious? Yes! You are so Okay, wait, more time, more time. Okay, wait, 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 no help from the audience, but I feel so dumb. I should have said that. That was like really okay. Maybe we can't allow help from the audience. You know what? Help from the audience help? is allowed. Okay, help from the audience. If you get what I'm saying, help from the help. audience. If I don't get the answer, just give me like ten seconds or something. And if okay, I don't get okay, the answer, okay. then feel free to get loud. Okay. 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 Um. Okay. Lamaze. Um, oh. Um. Uh. Frank and. Beans. Woo! Yeah, we hot. We hot. We hot. I like this game and I get very competitive. We should have put money on this. Okay. No, no. No. Destiny's Child. No, 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 no. No. Um, people that we were praising during the pandemic. People we were the first responders? Um the essential workers. Um, the nurses, the doctors, yes, yes, the nurses, and the doctors, the nurses, and the doctors, the nurses, and the doctors. Keep going. This is so much fun. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. We set the time. We set the time. We set the time. Okay. 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 We ain't got nothing but it. Oh man. Okay. Um. It, if you come from a Latino family, you celebrate this milestone birthday. G. Could you give me a chance to answer? Although I was going to say Jesus' birthday. <laughs> Christmas is like the big birthday celebration in my wow. Dominican okay. household. <laughs> okay, let's see, let's see. Okay, a few more. Why not? Time okay. is uh, of the uh, essence. Okay. Um, man, I can't say that. Um. You can say it. You can say it. Can't say that. They make a turkey version of this. Babolami. I don't know. <laughs> turkey bacon. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. We were just talking about turkey bacon. It's $7 these days. It's a lot of money. Okay. Okay. This is so great. Are you done? Because you're looking you're like. Okay. Okay. That was good. Uh, all right, baby. Here we go, baby. Here we go, baby. Here we go, baby. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Which side did you use? Which color? The the blue. The, yeah. Well, they're all like different. Yeah. Okay. I use the the red to read. The other side to read. So. Okay. Okay. 
I'll use yellow. No, I'll use, yeah, I'll use yellow. Yeah. Brooklyn College. What the colors are maroon and gold. I will use the gold side. Okay, here we go. Time on the clock. And you mark, cassette, huepa. Okay, you have one of these. I have two of them. When they were little, they're infants. Children? Uh-huh, yeah. What's Kids? What they, when they're little, what are they called? Babies? Yes. Hey. Okay. Um, oh, we are both chasing these, and they are closer than we think. They're in the sky, but also they're, they're in the sky at night. Dream start. Yes, yes. Okay. Que bonita. Bandera. There we go, people. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. This one's like, wow, Polly want a cracker. Polly Parrot? Wanna... Yes. Okay. Okay. This is, um, I hope to own a marijuana one of these uh, one day. Dispensary? No, bigger than that. Where the dispensary gets the stuff from. Uh, but, uh, 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 what? Not, you know, the finca? The, yes, the farm. Uh, okay. okay, the farm. Okay. Okay, so we um, clap when this lands as Latinos. Airplane? Yeah, but it's like the actual thing. And then when it's over, we're like, I have so can we, we, you know, flight? We, yes, yes, we okay. clap after the flight. Yep. Okay. Um, oh, we Dominicans love these. We have them sweet. We have them salty. This, yes, yes. Okay. Um, oh, this is what you play in during the, the, the open. And everyone goes to the open in their finest clothes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I okay. Well, I mean, look at that. Okay, flip. All right. Oh, this is, girl, let me tell you, I got the tea over. Yes. Okay, this is not my first. Thank you. Okay, audience. Oh, I thought she was just saying that. I was, like, I was like, it's not her first rodeo. She played before. This is really hard. Oh, my God. This is a Latin American country, so just go through all of them. Um, I don't know what else to say. Okay, two words. Um, two, two words. Two, two words. words. Two Brooklyn words. College. Two words. And, um, okay. Uh, uh, mm, mami, tu era una cosita. Yes, Costa Rica. Okay. I was like, that sounds like Dykeman. <laughs> like, this is good. Um, okay, so like, if you can't afford the gold, you get the silver. Yup. Okay. Um, Silver's better anyway. Um. Okay. Uh, uh, blank. Blank. The donuts. A commercial from the nineties. Uh, blank. The blank. Don't the, forget the donuts. Wait. No. Uh, Time to make the donuts! Time to make the <laughs> Yes! I was like, wait, I know that commercial. Okay, one more flip. Is that what we're doing? Okay, flip, third flip. flip. Here we go. We got this. Okay, this is like a lizard found in like all the Caribbean and like... Iguana? People. Yes, iguana. Oh, Colombians make the best ones of these, if you ask me. Yeah, it's a type men. of food. Oh, men. I'm Interesting. Really? Can we talk about that for a sec? Colombian men. Tell me more about that. because you know. Charming. Okay, back on the clock. We're back, back on the, the clock. clock. We're back on the clock. We'll talk Colombian men later. Okay. Coffee. No, no, they do make a coffee though. Honestly, let's talk about that for a sec. I do they love do. They make Colombian a good coffee. cup of coffee. But not the answer here. Okay. So it's a food item. They put cheese on it. They yes, arepas. Arepas. Oh. Gina, you, be you have to get these last two. Okay, I have to get these last two. Okay. You like have to. Okay. Okay. This is the stuff that every Latina mom puts on your chest when you have a cold. Next. Everybody should say it in unison. Vicks, 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 Vicks. Rob. Yeah, okay. Vicks everywhere, everywhere. And this final card, I mean, he was also a former guest of the Latinos Out Loud podcast, okay, on our 100th episode, In the Heights, Hamilton. No, Lin-Manuel. Yes! Give him my phone number. Yes! Yeah, we just, like, we killed it. Like, like we killed it. Like, like, we killed it right here. We killed it. Ladies and gentlemen, keep that applause going for Gina Brillon. 
That was so much fun. Wow, are we at the close of our first episode? I almost don't want it to end. This is too much fun, but I think we do have to close. These kids, they got to go to another class, some of them, right? Shout out to the evening, the ones of you that take the evening classes. I used to do the same thing. I'm good. I used to come to BC, go to Latina Magazine, come back to BC. You know, I wanted that four-year plan. I don't know about y'all. I was like, oh, you get the last semester free at CUNY? If you do it in four years, I'm going to do it in four years. Yeah, I don't know if they still do that, but they did back then. Shout out to Diana, a former intern of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. An intern that came to us through the TV and radio emerging media department. How you doing, Diana? Amazing. She's graduating! Yes! Any other interns out there? Because we've had a few from that, from uh, TREM. Anyway, so thank you to everybody coming today. Thank you for making this episode so special. Thank you to Gina Brillon. Thank you for having me. God, I love you. Um, <laughs> I, I just you. Everything you do, uh, you were inspiring me before you even met me. Aww. Yeah, hell yeah. I've been watching your career for a very long time. Don't make me cry. No, I'm not trying to make you cry, but that may be good for ratings. Um, <laughs> so cry. cry. I, I really love you. Um, no, I'm going to really like force it out of you. No, true talk. Let me tell you something, y'all. Like being Latina comedians and what we do is different. You know, like my sketch comedy thing and the podcast and Gina's out there on TV and on stages across the freaking country. It's, we have to like, we have to elevate each other. Yeah. Like we must 100%. in order to survive and not get into those deep, dark holes of depression. Like I often feel like I'm on an island, but then I wake up and I'm like, no, I'm not. Because I have other Latinas out there like Gina, who is just a text message away and yeah. who I can just be like, yo, I need some advice on this because I'm pretty bummed out about this, which we're going to talk later. I do need some yeah. career advice from you. Sis. Yo, sis for real. Um, okay, so I want to shout out everybody here for coming from wherever you came from. Is Brooklyn in the house? Yay, yay. That's what I'm saying, though. I love going to a show in here in Brooklyn, the deepest. I like to shout out the different boroughs, except Staten Island. You're never going to hear me shouting out Staten Island. Nope, no sorry, Bob. Not even with them outlets out there. Uh-uh, I ain't got no ferry go to Staten Island. No. Ain't nobody going to Staten Island. Anybody here from Staten Island? First of all, I should have asked that. I didn't think. No, you lying. Nah, you lying. You lying. Where you from? Queens, where's Queens? Is Queens in the building? Queens, Queens. Originally the Bronx. All right, BX, Bronx. Anybody? BX, BX. Hey! The dogs from the Bronx are here. That's what I'm talking about. All right. I think I mentioned all the cool boroughs. Well. Wow. Yeah, Manhattan. You get it, Manhattan. Are you a Manhattanite? All right. Manhattan in the building. I heard some people. All right. The island that is long, that is connected to Brooklyn, right? We got the Long Island sound right there. All right. Well, thank you all. Uh, Did I miss any geographic locations from where you? Yonkers. Why? Come on now. No, okay. No, well, this has been another episode of Latinos Out Loud. Please be sure to follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Give us a call, no big whoop. 978 Latinos is the number. Yes, 978 Latinos is the number. You can follow me at Rachel La Loca. That's R A C H E L La Loca. Thank you, Frank Nibs, wherever you are. Shout out to Michelle Adana, all the students of TREM that put this show together. And on that note, we out.